We talk PT, drink beer, and record it. This is the PT Pinecast. Welcome to PT Pinecast. They say the best conversations happen at happy hour. Welcome to ours, the post-workout happy hour. Uh, I'm physical therapist Jimmy McKay. Do you want to say uh, thanks to some of our sponsors, our friends at uh, CBDRX4U.com. That's your CBD store. Find them at CBDRX4U. That's uh, CBDRX, the number four, the letter U.com. Get the ABCs of CBD. Just did an episode with those guys not long ago. Talking about why CBD is such a, a buzz. Why is everybody uh, all about CBD lately, especially in the rehab fields? You can find out why. Dig into that episode on the stream uh, when you subscribe to the podcast. Also, our friends at MW Therapy. You deserve to love using your EMR. You use it a lot. Interact with it a lot. Time for something better? If it is, get something customizable. That's where MW Therapy comes in. Find them online at mwtherapy.com, where switching your EMR is easy plus. What about if you want to tour the country as a physical therapist? You got a license. Go wherever you want. Our friends at Jackson Therapy Partners providing awesome adventures in patient care for physical therapists who care about where they're going. Find them online at jacksontherapy.com. A great episode today. Something tactical, something different. This uh, this topic actually came up during an episode with uh, today's guest before, almost as like an aside, and I remember saying then and thinking then, man, I need, we need to dig deeper about this. I want to find out more and share more, and now we get to do that. Uh, the episode today talking about how do we combine triathlon and people surviving cancer, you'll find out. All right, welcome to PT Pinecast. They say the best conversations happen at happy hour. Welcome to ours. Let's say we provide uh, great physical therapy conversations for busy PTs who want to feel connected to their profession. Make sure to subscribe to the show. That's something you can do at zero cost to help support the program. Uh, you can subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, whatever. And again, subscriptions of podcasts are easy and free. Also find us on the socials at PT Pinecast and the website at ptpinecast.com. Today's guest, no stranger to the program. She's been on the show before, uh, an, a physical therapist and an oncology specialist and uh, a content creator as well. We've had her on the show just talking about the content and community that she creates around her physical therapy content. And this we, today we want to talk about a, a different community that she's been a part of creating. So let's get her in the show, Dr. Leslie Walkey. Welcome back, back to the program, Dr. Walkey. Dr. McKay, how are you? I'm doing well. Uh, you're, for the, you're looking plethorally sweaty. I was going to say, for those watching the live stream, we should mention we're doing a live stream as well. Uh, you can find all the shows if you want to see what the podcast looks like at uh, our, our YouTube channel. I just got done with the workout, and I was like, I was going to skip the workout. And yeah, I, that, the best part is, like, the audience is physical therapists. So I was like, I got a show, cutting yes. it close if I wanted to shower and look presentable. And then I thought really hard. I was like, this is a podcast. Yes, we live stream it. But should I skip the workout? Or do the workout look sweaty for the live stream? And I think I made the right choice. Yeah. So actually in one of, um, we'll get into the whole Team Phoenix program thing, but one of the talks that I give to my group of, of cancer survivors is the true definition of beauty. And one of those bullet points on what beautiful is, is wet, sweaty clothing. I mean, that's just freaking beautiful. I saw something at a friend's beach house and it said the, the cure for all your problems is salt water. And it said tears... Uh, sweat or the ocean. And I was like, you know what? 
I don't have a beach house, but when I do <laughs> one day, I will have that sign hanging somewhere in my living room. Yeah. I want to thank our friends at Owens Recovery Science for bringing you the show, uh, single source for certification for uh, people looking for um, specialized training and the equipment to uh, to implement personalized blood flow restriction training, BFR as the cool kids are calling it. Find them online at owensrecoveryscience.com. There's the website Boop, as it pops up on the screen. All right, Dr. Walkie, you uh, work with the recovery room. Or you created the recovery room, which how would you – very well, good, well-placed. How would you describe what the recovery room is? Can I, well, let me let me describe it since I'm somebody who consumes the content. Okay. You create content for people who are cancer survivors, and you create the content that helps them navigate, uh, I'm going to say, as many facets of their life yeah. as you can. So it's not traditionally – I feel like you go outside of, of of what a traditional physical therapist might, but you show the many different facets of how a physical therapist can help those recovering from cancer. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's targeted for the the patient population, which is kind of fun for a PT, you know, uh, to get a massive group of people. Usually we're one on one, but to be able to talk literally to to we've got more than seventeen thousand followers now. It's crazy. Um, but it kind of it kind of catches two gaps. Number one. Um, learning cancer terminology, learning cancer treatments, um, it is like learning from, you know, drinking from a fire hose. It's like, <laughs> um, so patients are tripped up, they're scared. And our job as PTs is to help navigate, help, you know, live well. And a lot of anxiety can be reduced by understanding things better. So uh, we do talk, we talk, we talk about pain, fatigue, weakness, neuropathy. How do you live with this? How do you deal with it? <clears throat> How do you adjust? How do you uh, rehab that? But also just understanding cancer terminology. Um, this is why your feet hurt. This is what the chemo does. This is how you can help. So I think just better understanding better leads to, to less anxiety, better life. And that's what our job is. How funny is it that, I mean, myself guilty on many facets of your life, just understanding something makes it less scary, makes yes. it feels, it feels like you yes. can accomplish it. Once, once you understand, oh, that's what it, very few times in my life, have I been afraid of something? Many times in my life have I been afraid of something, yeah. but many, very few times have I been afraid of something, then understood it, and I usually feel better afterwards. Yeah. It's yeah, not yeah, gone. Can, yeah. Yeah, you can just see people go, oh, okay. Uh, okay, that's yeah. what this is. Yeah. Now I can see it. Now we understand how to go forward. All right. So the I believe it was the first time we ever had you on the show. You brought up Team Phoenix almost like towards the end of the episode. And I remember <laughs> thinking to myself, I feel like this is a full conversation and uh, yeah, it's Team Phoenix there with the uh, the great yeah. team. Uh, what is the tagline? What is the tagline at the bottom of that? Our tagline is survivorship redefined. So you combine two things that don't ne shouldn't necessarily belong right. together. And I'm using right. air quotes, right? And that is cancer survivors and triathlon. Yeah. <laughs> so how this as come soon about? As possible finishing right. treatment. Yeah, sorry. Also, as soon as possible. So yeah. what is Team Phoenix? Why doesn't it make sense? But it makes complete sense. Yeah, yeah, it absolutely makes complete sense. So. Um, the, the reason why um, Team Phoenix is, uh, we know that exercise is great for the general population, okay? We all live better, live longer. Uh, we know that the average American does not hit the exercise guidelines of 150 minutes per week, okay? Then you take the cancer survivor population, so people who are done with treatment, but they've had chemo, surgery, radiation, or a combination of those, they exercise, okay, so exercise has been proven in the cancer survivor population to increase quality of life, increase length of life, improve overall survival from cancer and decrease cancer recurrence in some types of cancers. 
Okay. So I don't, what more motivation do you need? That's huge. Okay. But we've learned that the average cancer survivor exercises even less than the average person that doesn't exercise enough. Right. So we have a really huge problem here. Um, so Team Phoenix was kind of built to figure out the whys that happen, remove the barriers, um, and then kind of reinstill, first of all, teach, again, teach people how to take a walk, how to pick out a pair of shoes, where to go to walk. If you want to start jogging from one mailbox to the next, how do you do that? Um, so it was kind of built around that, that why, okay? Um, because we do know that, that at least in our cancer program, our, our patients are typically exercising through treatment, but the data says that after they leave our care window, when treatment is done, they tend to stop exercising after three to six months. So um, that's um, kind of how Team Phoenix was, was born. Um, it was uh, developed in 2011 by a, um, a wonderful breast surgeon, uh, Dr. Judy Tijo, um, who I work with very closely. And she called and she said she'd gotten some grant money. She said, what do you think about triathlon? And I'm like, that was just, again, it was, it was such a, even for a physical therapist, it was such a head shift. Yeah. Um, so we got a group of, of 13 of our patients together and just kind of started muddling through this. And it was the most, so people got healthier, they got stronger, they got faster. They all completed the triathlon, but on that race day, you could see physical transformation, obviously, but the mental, psychological confidence transformation in these people was stunning. Yeah. Um, and and to, to that, I will, will say, I, I learned from that, that, you know, doctors can, doctors and nurses can treat the cancer. Physical therapists can re rehabilitate people. Um, but cancer often takes from people something that we in healthcare can't give back. I think that's where Team Phoenix comes in. Regain your confidence, regain your trust in your own body again. Um, learn how to make your body work well again, um, to, to get up and feel less crappy or actually to feel a little bit stronger um, and to be able to do things that you haven't done or, or overcome scary things um, is really, really empowering. Yeah. Um, and that's what we call kind of the transformational process or journey of, of this triathlon program. So I want to talk about a lot of things. Number one, I I've, I've not been involved in team Phoenix, but I was a, uh, I was a running coach for the leukemia and lymphoma society and everything you were just saying was making me smile in terms of, yes. um, how people change throughout the process in such a great way on day one, everybody shows up and they're like, so many people, I'm not really a runner, but yeah. I'm kind of here. And you're like, and the best part is the second or third time you're a coach and you see that you're like, you, you don't even tell them, but you're like, yeah. you're going to be, and yeah. you're going to change, but I'm not going to ruin the transformation for you. And just watching people go through that change. And I mean, with leukemia and lymphoma society, everybody was mostly adults. And I just mm -hmm. read some research about how long it takes an adult to make a really, and I believe the phrase was really good friend, right? Cause in high school, you're jammed together with people who are the same age mm -hmm. and you can find people very close to you in proximity who have the same likeness, you know, likes and hobbies. And as you're an adult, it gets harder because now you're just hanging out with people at work and maybe you bond with them if you don't. But the cool part about like Team Phoenix and Leukemia Lymphoma Center, just programs like that is it gets people together who are going through something similar, but not mm -hmm. the same. Yeah. And it gives them something non, non rehabilitation right? Cause you like sneak in exercise as the yeah. fun part <laughs> and they go through it together 
and you paint a path, right? Triathlon yeah. is a structured program. We have a yeah. target 12, six, how long is, how long is the cohort last for? Uh, 14 weeks. So you're like, Hey, 14 weeks from now on this day at seven in the morning, we're go. We're, it's the gun goes off and are you gonna be ready for it? So it paints them a path. Yep. Yeah. It really is a, we call it a red carpet triathlon. So we target people. Um, you know, we do have athletes that join us that have just been clobbered by cancer treatment. Um, but the majority of our athletes, and again, we call them from day one on orientation day, they are referred to as athlete and only athlete. And That's even cool. that people are like, looking, you know, look, looking around. Oh, you're talking to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we're talking to you. you are an athlete. Um, so, um, uh, remind me of your question again. I was just saying, I, I didn't even ask a question. I just said oh. it felt it felt like a, you painted them a path, really. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like you're yeah. saying, like the, the average person gets less than 150 minutes, never mind the actual cancer. I was like, yeah. but you provide them structure in a world yeah. of instead of just, yeah. hey, exercise more. Yeah. So, yeah, thank you for reminding me where my, my tangent was lost. Um, so we target people um, that are not athletes. I mean, we want the broken down. We want the older. We want the overweight. We want the people that have never exercised before. Um, because that's where we can be most transformational. Um, and we say, you know, listen, if you can, you can get through, people get through surgery, chemotherapy, and radiation, because they are literally told you're going to show up at the hospital on this date. You're going right. to bring these things. You're going to, this is what's going to happen. This is what's going to happen when you go home. Um, and they can do that. It's a horrible process, but they are so led. Here's what's going to be next. Here's what you're going to do. Here's what pill you're going to take. This is where you have to be next. This is doing the next blood draw. So we kind of developed that same concept from surgery, chemotherapy, radiation to swim by grunt. Okay, you're gonna show up here. This is what you're gonna do. This is what you're gonna bring. Um, and it's just one step at a time. And again, like you had said, it is a place, again, uh, you know, triathlon's a very individual sport. So it takes the pressure off of, oh my God, what, what, what happens if I drop the ball and everybody's watching? Right. doesn't matter. Doesn't you're gonna matter. fall, you're gonna scrape. Um, but we're doing it in a, in a scenario or a setting with like experienced people, okay? Um, all women, again, we range from 26 to uh, upper, upper 60s. Um, but they're people that look like you, that have some some similar experience and they live kind of in your neighborhood. Um, and then we do, we kind of like, okay, who all lives in this zip code? And then we exchange names so they can start to carpool. Yeah. And then we travel all over the region. Every single training is in a different place. So people can learn, wow, I've lived here my entire life. I didn't yep. know this was here. So yep. places to bicycle safely, places to walk safely or run safely, and places to swim. Um, so again, it's just giving, handing people the toolbox and then filling it up over 14 weeks. <laughs> and then um, uh, the our data show now, and we are 12 years out, um, we lost two seasons to COVID, but um, I believe that 70% of our triathletes are exercising at or above that 150 minutes per week. And that is stunning because the, the data on the, the, the cancer population is as low as 17%. Wow. So it's really powerful information when you give people the skill set, you give people the reason, you remove the barriers um, that they, most people will gravitate towards, towards being healthy. The reason I'm sitting here, you know, covered in sweat and, and probably really stinky, so it's good I live alone, is because my neighbor and I started working out through the winter and I was like, well, if I miss one day and I'm by myself, that's not a big deal, but he's going to, he's, he might not work out yeah. today. And then he's going to, so I was like, all right, I'll, I'll squeeze it and I'll make sure yeah. I make time for that. Yeah. So you're doing that on a team scale. 
Talk to me about like support staff. Like who 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 were the coaches? Who's involved? Like who were the who were the uh, supporters to the athletes? Okay, um, because you are correct again, Dr. McKay, that the the structure is critical. Big time. Making these people feel safe because they are petrified. They don't trust their body. They've been through hell. They don't. You just so it's it, the, the structure is incredible. So. We have, we have done research papers on this. We've done uh, qualitative and quantitative um, studies. Um, so the reason Team Phoenix is successful, first of all, it's because it's multi-sport. So people yes. are learning different ways. Um, but because our coaches are professional trained triathlon coaches, they are paid. Um, then we have medical volunteers, all right? So, um, and again, this is feedback from, we've had hundreds and hundreds of people go through this program now, is when they, even if they don't talk to the physical therapist or they don't talk to the physician or they don't talk to the nurse, they're there. We all wear red shirts. Um, so we have the Team Phoenix logo on a red shirt. It says medical on the back. But just the presence of those medical volunteers does two things. Number one, it says, okay, I feel safe. <laughs> if they're here, this must be okay. Right. So I'm thinking this is a little wild. Right. Um, and then secondly, they're like, wow, if they're here, after a long day at work, I can be here too, you know? And I think it validates, um, it's hard to exercise when you put in a long day, you know, and then getting in the car, getting all those new clothes, it's just tough. So when they see other people doing that, um, I think it is very, very powerful. Um, so, and then I think one of the most wonderful assets of our triathlon program is once people complete their 14 week season, they, they complete their sprint, sprint distance triathlon, um, and then they become alumni. They become, they go from athlete. Now they're referred to as triathlete and yep. they become our alumni. And, um, many of our alumni come back the next season and volunteer for the program. So they come to all the trainings and they wear a team Phoenix shirt that is orange. Um, and, uh, again, for new athletes to see people of all ages, all shapes, all sizes, all fitness levels, um, different cancer experiences, that come back and then walk with them, bike with them. It's just so encouraging um, that, again, we have learned from, from our feedback data that that is one of the most powerful things that we do is the people that have been through the program come back. And so we are hundreds of, we are well over 100 people strong wow. when we have a training because we have, again, medical staff, the coaching staff, the, yeah, the athletes themselves, and then all of our, all of our volunteers. So we are, we're an organization that's big. Yeah. It's awesome. So this was started with an idea and a grant, yep. but it had to be um, greenlit. Somebody had to make a pitch, and I'm sure uh, we live in a very interesting uh, society where things are very – we'd rather play it safe, right? Yep. So somebody had to stand in a boardroom in front of, with a PowerPoint presentation and say, <laughs> so here, so, so follow me, right? Yes. We're going to put a bunch, of, a bunch of people that just survived cancer. We're going to put them on bikes. We're going to put them in a lake. We're going to push them. Somebody had to say that, and then somebody else had to, had to sign their name on a thing that said, yes, I'm going to do that. And the reason I'm asking this is because if there's a physical therapist out there going, wow, this seems cool. Yep. Could I do this, or could I use something like this? Does it have to be triathlon? It could be anything. Yep. Like, what were the magic words that were said, or what is something you would say? If, if you had to launch this today, if it didn't exist, if everything you did in the past with Team Phoenix was a dream, and you were going to make it real, yep. how would you do it? Um, and that's, again, a great conversation because we are actually in the process of replicating or creating the blueprint to, to replicate and scale Team Phoenix. And just so we can, okay. here's the package, here's the, here's the owner's manual, here's the operator's manual, here's the equipment manual, and here you go. 
Um, so we're in the process of doing that because it's 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 complicated. Um, but I think that you would obviously have to have a uh, physician champion. That's yep. a must. Um, and and it doesn't have to be somebody who, I think, again, most physical therapists will know that if you have a physician that is health that exercises regularly, you're going to connect better with them than a, than a physician that doesn't rec- exercise regularly. Because you don't have to convince them. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But in, in in oncology, I think it's a little easier because we know exercise has such a proven benefit. Um, but I have seen, you, you know, you could recreate this with people with, who've had bariatric surgery, with with Parkinson's disease, right? Um, you know, after a, a massive, uh, you know, neurological event, um, it is such a, you know, once you get the blueprint. Um, but I think that the data just speak for itself that it, um, it it's just such a powerful tool. And the point is not 14 weeks. The point is the rest of your life. Correct. The point uh, is getting people that, a structure. That's compelling. Yeah. And it's a pretty, it's, it's not that we don't struggle with fundraising because it's again, fundraising is its only issue, its own issue, but it's not super hard to raise money for, you know, people like that. It's, it's exciting. It's, it's, it's bold. It's dynamic. It's sexy. It's exciting. Um, you know, it's got bright colors and everybody wants to, to donate to that, to that. So it's not super hard. Um, but, um, so though that's the conversation that we have with, with, um, really our physician that we want to get to refer their patients to our program. Um, so we fill up our team every year. So, um, that's the, that's the language that we typically use. Looking back when you see, when you see more and more orange shirts showing up, which means obviously it worked, right? Someone went through <laughs> your program. Um, they liked it enough to come back. Right. I always tell people like, yeah, money is good. Uh, but showing up your yep. time is, right. is, is, is more of a, of a nod yep. to a success of a program. Yep. How does that make the team feel? Again, I think when we get the feedback, because we do a lot of feedback from our, our current set of athletes is that's one of the top things on the list is, um, is when those volunteers, the, the former athletes come back and, and they say, you know, I've done this, you know, it wasn't easy and I was scared too. Um, and I'm here to help you. I'm going to walk by you this whole time. Let's, let's talk. Uh, there's nothing that's, that's more powerful than the perspective of somebody that's already walked in your shoes. Right. So that is, that is just so, so incredibly helpful. Somebody that's walked the walk. Really is. Yeah. 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 What, what would you say to a physical therapist who thought about creating such a program in their own community? For, um, first of all, it's a, it's a boatload of work, but it's a boatload of fun. And I think it took a couple of years for me to realize this, but looking back and now for me, it's totally normal to have literally 300 people, former patients on my Facebook feed, you know, because it's, it's a different connection. Um, but I have learned as a physical therapist so much, and it's more just perspective and thinking um, by spending time with my patients and former patients outside the clinic, you know, this is real life. Um, and you see them, I'm like, you know, cause I'm like, what do you mean you're still stiff and that's still weak? I thought I told you to fix that. You know, well, this happened and that happened and I did that, but it's still, and I'm like, oh, I should have showed you this, or I didn't realize you do that. So it is a, it, it's for me, it's been a, a really a springboard to a level of understanding and patient engagement that I don't think I would have gotten had I not literally spent hours and hours outside the clinic, again, exercising, pushing, pulling, lifting, stretching, strengthening with, with this group of, of cancer survivors. So I learned my, my already specialty skill to a whole new level that I didn't even know that I didn't know. It also goes to something else that you do uh, in terms of the content that you create with the recovery room. And we could talk about the recovery room plus, which 
Um, it amplifies your reach and it amplifies your time. And like, there's no reason anybody out there with this thing or, 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 or this thing shouldn't be able to yeah. do um, instead of one-on-one, -on -one, which is valuable, but one-on-many can lead to many more one-on-ones. So yes. when people meet you at Team Phoenix and then they're saying, you know, I actually, I probably need to be seeing a physical therapist post, who are they going to choose? Are they just going to Google it or are they going to go to the person that they've been meeting one-on-one -on -one with at a group session with Team Phoenix or anything else? or the person that they're seeing over and over and over again in videos and they build, it was actually on a podcast through NPR. It's called asymmetrical. Have you ever heard of, an, of the term asymmetrical relationship? Mm -mm. It's like, if you grow up watching a weatherman every day from, yes. you know, eight to 18, yes. if you see the weatherman in your mall, like your local TV weatherman, yeah. you know so much about him because he's been talking about, Oh, you know, I tripped yeah. and fell and whatever. And he talks yeah. about his life ironically so this was on a, 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 a podcast about psychology we unknowingly assume that that person knows a lot about us yeah. so it's asymmetrical we just feel well i know so much about this guy and when you start talking to them you you sort of almost assume that but that relationship you're you're building a relationship whether it's symmetrical or asymmetrical right right um and i think the reach is so different i mean you can help people in your you know, just in your hospital, or you can help people in your community, or you can help people in your entire county, you can help people in your state, you can help people throughout throughout your country. Um, but talk about global impact. Um, and again, I, you know, it's not like I went out to seek having a global impact. It just you, you, you know, that's the beauty of, of social media. I mean, if you use it well, um, that I, it will, you can touch the planet. Well, I used to say there were three reasons that people started in radio, right? One was attention. Like there were some people who wanted to be in front of people, right? right. Um, there was music because I was in music radio. Yep. Uh, and then there was, there was the fact that you could have an effect, right? Yes. And I always said there was, you had to rank them. There was always some, like part of me wanted to be in front of people. Like I definitely did, yeah. right? But it wasn't my, my primary. I really love the effect, right? So that means I needed to have passion about something. And that's where I say to people, I don't care how good you are with a camera or a microphone or any of that or, or, or a keyboard. Mm -hmm. If you have passion, you'll figure it out. Your first anything is going to suck. Yes. Your second one, probably also going to suck yeah. too. And your 15th yeah. is going to suck. It's going to suck less though. Yeah. And then you're, you're, you're net, when you're at 100, you're never going to want to listen to your first one. And that's okay. <laughs> Push it back. Get it further away from you by making more new. Yeah. But if that passion isn't there... If you're there to only be seen by people, that's real hard to slog through when your first three or 50 suck. But if yes. you really care, you can you can stomach those. Yeah. So creating those content, those pieces of content or having those group workouts, the first one's going to be uncoordinated and it's not yeah. going to be great. Yeah. But your 50th is going to be better. Yeah. And that's where the, pa the passion has to be the foundation. Yep. Yep. And um, again, whatever area of physical therapy people work in, whether it's neurocardiology, you know, cancer, whatever it is, humans are all over the planet and humans have, regardless of what country or what language they speak, have cardiac events, have neurological events, get cancer. So, um, and granted, I, I, it's an English speaking, um, uh, you know, video series I have, but, uh, you know, there's, there are mornings that I wake up and because it's a different time zone, I will literally, before I get in the car to go to the clinic, talk to somebody in India, South Africa, New Zealand and, and Malaysia, 
literally wow. just and, and you know in real time it's what's amazing it's real time i mean you're yeah. you know, you're typing you know i sometimes on my laptop sometimes on my phone just answering quick questions or giving encouragement or you know that's something you should talk to your doctor about but it is just absolutely amazing how how the world has has kind of shrunk in a way yeah. um, and, i say the uh, distance the distance between you and your potential audience is pretty much limited to the thickness of a screen on your on your cell phone <laughs> right that's yeah. that's it. That's that's it's as close as they are. Yeah. Uh, where can someone, if someone wanted to dig in, if someone wanted to find out or just look up Team Phoenix, where would you send them? What's one spot on the internet you'd send them? Um, if you go to um, advocateaurorahealth.org, all right, um, slash Team Phoenix, um, or slide it in there, um, I believe our page will 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 pop up. I can get it to you for the show notes. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, we started um, in the uh, on the basement floor of our hospital. Uh, just exercising on the floor. And now we have actually been um, written up in, in Sports Illustrated magazine, uh, Triathlon magazine. Uh, it's just, it's really, really, really cool stuff. And I'm hoping that in the next 10 years or so that it becomes more of a household name. Yeah. And again, would love to see this transferred to other types of, of disease states because it really is impactful and, and life-changing for the people that go through it. That's great. Uh, let's talk about Recovery Room Plus before we wrap up. I want to make sure people understand. So with Recovery Room, you've just been creating content, mostly video on social media. If you, if you can't find it, check the show notes. We'll give you the link. Yep. And you were really just taking that one-on-one -on -one approach of answering, frequently asking for a friend or frequently asked questions mm -hmm. or, hey, did you know? Um, which are all simple, real questions or things that people, conversation starters. And yep. you just started answering them in the form of videos. And that's yep. the Recovery Room. And the Recovery Room Plus has a little more. That's what the plus is for. Right. What is the plus? What are you creating now? It feels like more, it feels like more a connected community. Yes. So um, Recovery Room is is the Recovery Room. Again, is it's that's the free content. Just I dump it out. And you know, I'll I'll text really quickly back and forth, but it's that's it's it's a really a one-way kind of thing. Um, and for a lot of that population, that's absolutely fine. Totally free. I can do it on my own time. Um, but there were so many people that just wanted more. Um, so recovery room plus is actually a subscription membership. Um, and what people get is, um, they get much more connection to expertise. So instead of just a three minute video, you may get a 10 minute video, or you may get a, Hey, I'm going to bring in Dr. So-and-so and we're going to talk about chemotherapy, or we're going to talk about palliative care. I'm bring next, next week, I'm bringing in a, an oncology dietitian live to talk to my people. They get to ask questions one-on-one. -on -one. So it's much deeper expertise. Um, they get direct interaction with me. So now I'm actually on the phone with you or on a computer with you, um, or you're getting a, you know, a, a direct question answered, or you're going to meet with me on Facebook. Um, so it's much more interaction with me. And then we connect people to each other, right. um, either by Facebook group, or again, we have um, live member meets where people can do, we, we have something specific that we'll talk about, or we'll hit a, a, a difficult topic, but then people can connect with each other. Um, so it's really, really wonderful. Um, it feels like if there's a difference between the recovery room and recovery room plus the recovery room is very much to me one way, which is mm -hmm. fine. Right. Yeah. If, you, if you need something, sometimes you just need to yeah. Google something and get a quick answer. Yeah. And sometimes you need something a little bit deeper. Sometimes you need two ways. So I feel like those, those are, that's the big difference between the two. Right. Yeah. Where would you send someone? Where, what's, what's the website? Where can people find out more about, well, recovery room will put in the show notes, but recovery room plus, where do you want them to go? Uh, people can go to recoveryroomplus.com. Again, that's recoveryroomplus.com. And actually right now we're running a special um, that if people go to recoveryroomplus.com and when they 
um, if they're interested, they get a, they can check it out completely for free um, by putting in the discount code RRP Insider. So it's Recovery Room Plus Insider, RRP Insider. Um, and you put in that code and it wipes your cost down to zero and you get to stay for 30 days and you can say, nope, this isn't for me and out you go for free. And if you're like, yeah, I actually want this, you just stay and and you're in. So I love that. Um, give people, people give are people. Really liking it. It's been, and again, it's been a really good experience for me because again, the more you talk to your patients, the more you talk to people uh, with the disease type that you spend your time with, you become a better physical therapist. There's just yeah. no question. And that anxiety goes down from the patient yeah. perspective yeah. as well. Yeah. Understanding yeah. Yeah. what you're dealing with never, never makes it worse. Yeah. All right. Uh, it's time to do uh, three questions. Are you ready for three questions? I am. All right. Three questions brought to you by our friends from physical therapy and balance centers. Uh, you want to open a, a PT practice yourself? Well, what do you know about that? Thinking about selling your practice? Well, what do you know about that? Uh, you should know this. On average, a private practice that joins the physical network grows more than 40%. If you're ready to discover how the largest network of PT private practice owners are growing and adapting to industry changes, visit physicalfranchise.com. They spell it funny. That's F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L franchise.com. Calm. All right. Uh, three questions for you today. Uh, who's someone that you would guide physical therapists to learn more about uh, anything, anything that we learned about today, whether I, we can give two ways, oncology, physical therapy, or creating a community? Who would you, who's someone you look up to and you look for in terms of learning from them around this topic? Ah, boy, there's just, there's so many. Um, I will tell you, um, uh, the oncology section of the American Physical Therapy Association is just just wonderful. Like that's probably your first best stop to go to, uh, to to learn more. And I want to share something too that that I did recently that was really really cool. Um, so the World Health Organization um, is got a new um, uh, program. It's called Rehabilitation 2030, and their goal is to have rehabilitation integrated across the planet into disease types. The World um, Health Organization. Has World that. Health Organization saying, okay, everybody deserves good quality health care. And part of that package has to be rehabilitation. rehabilitation. Wow. So, and they're, so they have picked a handful of disease states, um, oncology being one of them. Um, and then they pulled together a, a, um, a, a peer review committee um, who I got, and I got to sit on that committee from, with physical therapists all over the planet. Yeah. Uh, and uh, to, to review this package of rehabilitation interventions that the World Health Organization is going to, to put out. And ours, again, was specifically in um, oncology care. Um, so to, to, to be on a, a Zoom meeting with, with PTs from all over the planet, hearing PT words, so many different accents, it was just one of the greatest PTs experiences I've ever had. So um, I'm excited that the World Health Organization will become a resource um, eventually for, and again, targeting middle and low-income countries um, because physical therapists are there. Um, and, uh, to sort of be building resources for them specifically to cancer is, was just, that was just awesome. That's uh, huge. I didn't yeah. realize that. I just Googled it. There's a lot going on there. So yeah. I, I'm yeah. taking a while. Get, I'm going to try to get an episode about this. So be yeah. by your inbox, Dr. Walker. And I, and I love, I love that they would start these meetings with, um, cause they were based in Geneva, Switzerland. So they would start the meeting with good afternoon, good evening, good night, and good morning. <laughs> I love that. Uh, second question is. Um, what's something that the audience should take a look at? Is there is there a movie, a book, a podcast series? Um, yeah, hang on. I'm going to lift up my, I got my laptop sitting on it, actually. What do you got? Hold on a second. Um, great book. 
called Moving Through Cancer. Um, Dr. Katherine Schmitz is one of the premier oncology um, physiologist or uh, uh, researchers, so cancer exercise researchers. So that is her book, Moving Through Cancer. It's great for physical therapists. It's great for patients. Um, and it comes with a website, movingthroughcancer.org. Um, so it is just spectacular. It breaks everything down. It specifically takes all the research and puts it into patient language and then puts it right here in a book form. So it's, it's like really, that. really wonderful and comes with a website. Cancer, so, a user's manual. You got to love, you got to love something like that, that that can break it down and do it succinctly. Yeah. Uh, third question on three questions. Why should people care about creating community around people going through the same process or surviving the same process? Um, because the likelihood of compliance skyrockets, skyrockets. Um, again, the accountability partner, um, the understanding of what I've been through. Okay, if you're doing it, I can do it. Um, and I call it a, an exercise, an echo, an exercise compliance officer. Like you said, if your neighbor says, hey, Jimmy, at 10 o'clock, we're going, you got to go. You're not going to slap. Right. So, uh, and again, it's, it, it's so, and I think that's an opportunity for a physical therapist to help build that community for patients because it's hard for somebody with a stroke to do that. But if you got 10 people with a stroke, you get them together. Um, and again, uh, the camaraderie, um, the understanding, the confidence, and the compliance right up. Look, look what you do with the recovery room and the recovery room, uh, recovery room plus you're giving away an experience and content that, that draws people in and says, listen, I'm willing to put free stuff out there, my money where my mouth is. And, and then if you, if this, if you think this could benefit you, you take one step closer, yep. take this from a business model perspective, right? Creating a community that, Oh, by the way, all those humans who happen to be moving, you can see <laughs> any type of physical therapist. Now they have a relationship again, who are they going to think of? Yeah. first. All right. Yeah. That's three questions again, brought to you by our friends at physical therapy and balance centers. Find them online at physicalfranchise.com. Uh, Last thing we do on the show, as you know, Dr. Walkie is the parting shot. All right, uh, Parting Shot brought to you by the Academy of Orthopedic Physical Therapy. Find them online at uh, orthopt.org. They've got uh, they've got their uh, current concepts of orthopedic PT, a perfect roadmap, as I like to say. Wherever you are in your career, if you want to take that OCS exam, you want to level up, you just want to have it as a resource. Sometimes we just want to have the latest as a resource. You can get your hands on it right now along with some other great content. Find them online at orthopt.org. Dot org. So your uh, your parting shot, your last mic drop moment, your soapbox statement, whatever you want to call it, uh, the floor is yours. What do you got? All right, you? here you go. My mic drop moment is exercise like your life depends on it because it does. Ooh. Uh, quality of life, length of life, overall survival directly impacted by exercise. Uh, and again, um, I think it's such a, a important PT role to teach people how to exercise, not just tell them to do it, um, give them the skill set, um, teaching them what moderate means. Um, it is such an easy, life-changing tool to decrease unnecessary suffering. Exercise like your life depends on it because it does. If that's not on a t-shirt by, by Friday for purchase, I'm going to be disappointed. I know. Saying. It's actually, I got it. I'm in, I'm in the works. I'm in the works. There you go. <laughs> uh, Dr. Leslie Walkie, always a pleasure talking to you. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll look to hear more about the recovery room and the recovery room, uh, recovery room plus as we move forward, but I, I appreciate your time. I always love learning from you. So thank you. Always a pleasure, Jamie. Always a pleasure. Thank you so much. Cheers. Cheers.
Like what you hear? Tell a friend or leave a review on iTunes or Google Play. The show today is brought to you by the Brooks Institute of Higher Learning, an innovator in providing advanced post-professional education. The Brooks IHL offers seven on-site PT residencies, including orthopedics, women's health, geriatrics, pediatrics, sports, and neurology, as well as a neurologic OT fellowship, a competitive OMPT fellowship, and a speech therapy clinical fellowship. Therapists that complete a residency or fellowship through the Brooks IHL will markedly advance their knowledge and skills in a specialty area of practice. Learn more about how a residency or fellowship can help you advance your professional development at brooksihl.org. Our home on the internet. PTPintCast.com. Created by Build PT. Build PT provides marketing services specifically for private practice PTs. From website development and hosting. Providing content marketing solutions for PT clinics across the country. See what Build PT can do for you today at BuildPT.com. The PT Pinecast is a product of PT Pinecast LLC. It is hosted and produced by PT Pinecast CEO Jim McKay and CBO Sky Donovan from Marymount University. We talk PT, drink beer, and record it. This has been another pour from the PT Pinecast. The PT Pinecast is intended for educational purposes only. No clinical decision-making should be based solely on one source. While care is taken to ensure accuracy, factual errors can be present. More on the show at ptpinecast.com.